0: Hey, welcome everybody to the Be Healed Podcast. This podcast is all about helping you to understand God's promise and power to heal you. I'm your host, Steve Hannett, and I am passionate about healing. I know what it is to be in pain. I know what it is to have cancer. I know what it is to not be able to swallow my own saliva at night. But I also know what it's like to encounter the healing power of Jesus. And I want to tell you, that nothing is too difficult for Jesus Christ. And today we're going to be discussing a very important topic that's going to help release the power of healing in your life. I have with me a very good friend, close brother, co-laborer in ministry. His name is Pastor Adam Levecki. He's the founder of We See Jesus Ministries. He's the lead pastor of Rescue Church in West New York, New Jersey. And Adam is someone that I respect because he's somebody that has not only encountered God, but he has nourished that relationship with God. And when I listen to him, I'm always anticipating how he's going to release the gem. Um, There are some people who preach and they 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 try to focus on some sort of technique. Adam just says it as he sees it, as he's received it, and I believe it's going to awaken healing in your body. So Adam, welcome to the podcast today, brother. It's great to be with you. Um we've known each other for a bunch of years. We've both experienced healing uh in our own lives, our families, And through our ministries, uh, you're traveling the nations, you're ministering, bringing clean water, uh, reaching the poor. I mean, you're doing the Great Commission, not only here in the States, but in the nations. So healing is something that is just part of your ministry. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people grew up in environments that they heard the pastors talking about it. They heard promises related to healing mm-hmm. but it was kind of a side issue or yeah. something they never actually saw and we both know that if you hung out with jesus you could not get away from experiencing his healing power yes um talk with us a little bit because when you met jesus and you encountered him and the healing is flowing organically. What did you learn about Jesus that made it part of your or part of your uh, ministry experience? And it just normally flows out of it rather than something that you just talk about. I mean, you're experiencing this in life.
1: Yeah. So the one thing I, I'm really thankful for is that I grew up in a Christian family and I grew up in a church that healing was normal. Okay. So my pastor, my original pastor, Pastor Jason Alvarez, he sang and led worship for R.W. Shambock. So I I remember being uh, a child, and I'm on uh, I'm in Orange, New Jersey, and I'm in the sanctuary. Pastor Jason is leading worship. I think he was on the keys. I'm a I'm a young kid. I'm I'm probably nine, ten. You know, there's a guy. He's been in a wheelchair for like as long as we've known him. Yeah. Pastor Jason is leading worship, just singing to Jesus, and the guy pops out of the wheelchair. And starts to run around the church. So I grew up in an environment where that was expected and experienced. So for me it was normal. So when I came back to the Lord, I had no obstructions as to why can't do why God can't do what he said he does, has always done, and I grew up seeing him do. Mm. <laughs> so so I'm thankful I, I'm a beneficiary of I I did not need to be talked, you know, out of unbelief Mm. and talked into faith. Mm. I just needed to, you know, surrender my life to Jesus, stop (laughs) committing iniquity and follow him. You know, (laughs) so, so, so so I'm, I'm very thankful. And then I was mentored by Steve Stewart, spiritual father of mine, um, who healing was normal in his ministry. Um, He grew up in a, in a vineyard supernatural flow. So, so to me, it was always normal so the ministry has always been super and natural in the sense of there's natural things that we do like the clean water, but there's also a spiritual expectation for God to move supernaturally. And so that's, that's a value system. That's part of our value system uh, of my wife and I. And, and so um, there's times and seasons where we, we experience maybe an increase in that. Mm. And then there's times where not that it doesn't happen, but we don't see it as much. And for me, I've just trusted the Lord with, the results and we're just gonna declare the message and we're gonna believe.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, there was a few uh, crucial, I would say, points mm. in, in a sense or acceleration points in our life in ministry that we saw healing go to the next level. Mm. Like the first time I went to Haiti and um, we saw a tumor just dissolve. Uh, there was people, there were so many testimonies. We were with Reverend Mack, who's the guy who got Ooh. me into Haiti. And we had to shut down the meeting because there was too many testimonies. Wow. It was done. And so uh, people pushing each other in line to get prayed for. I mean, they were unruly. Like, I mean, pushing each other, hungry, not uh, not even thinking, well, if I push this person, God's not going to heal me. They, I mean, wanted, they were like aggressive. Wanted, yeah, 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 it was yeah. aggressive. And 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 so that was a turning point and some of the things that I've seen in Haiti with deliverance and different things that, that, that was, that was something. But then there's also another time in my life where I'm just home, I'm reading this book. And, um, this book was by Len Sweet, uh, Leonard Sweet, and it's, it's a theography. So it's about Jesus, but him from before the foundation of the world all the way to, you know, him coming mm-hmm. and it's all about Jesus. And, you know, I wept reading the book is really powerful book. Mm-hmm. And as I'm reading the book, I, I'm getting ready to prepare for a crusade in Haiti, and I'll tell you about that crusade uh, in a minute. But as I'm reading it, it's like the Holy Spirit illuminated something to me that when you declare the gospel of the kingdom, when you preach Christ crucified, when you preach the centrality of Christ, the supremacy of Christ, when when you're when you're focusing in on Him and His kingdom, it is the Father's passion and desire to reveal his son in fullness. Mm. So I can, when I declare that message, I can expect heaven to get behind that message. So good. So it's not about me. It's not about my ministry. Mm -hmm. It's not about YouTube videos. It's about when the father has a burning passion Mm. to reveal his son Mm. and to, to glorify him. And you know, as a father, you're a father, you have three kids. I have three Mm -hmm. kids. When my kids do something, I get a huge kick out of it. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Right. So it's the father is a father. Yeah. And he has a great desire to demonstrate to the world what his son is like. That's
0: right. And
1: so for me, it's really actually simple.
0: So let me, let me actually bring up a a text in, in the gospel of Matthew. Um, as you were sharing it, I was thinking about this and It's about this guy who is mute, right? So he couldn't speak. And it's in Matthew chapter nine, verse 32 begins with, it says, as they went out, behold, they brought to him a man, mute and demon possessed. And when the demon was cast out, the mute spoke and the multitudes marveled saying it was never seen like this in Israel. That's a powerful statement that I think, because when the Bible is saying it was never seen like this before in Israel, and even when Jesus calmed the wind and the waves, what did he do? Their reaction to it was, who is this? And I believe that churches and Christians need to encounter the reality of the power and realize, okay, when you meet Jesus, you're not meeting the wisdom of man, You're meeting someone who's limitless in power, who can do all things. And I think when they hung out with Jesus long enough, they knew, yeah, people are going to get healed today. Yeah, this is going to happen. Oh, here's another one. They're dead. They're going to come back to life. In other words, I think what you're describing is that your experience built an expectation.
1: Yeah, I think that expectation is normal wherever there's sacrifice. Right. So, so you yourself, God healed you and, and people, you know, it's not like you talk about this every week because when you think about what Jesus has done for you, it doesn't really feel like a sacrifice. Yeah. Sometimes when you're dealing with people, it feels like a (laughs) sacrifice, you know, but, but when in reality, you and your wife have made many sacrifices for the Lord, so when, when you make a sacrifice, there's a level of, a, of expectation that you have. Like I tell people, you're excited. You're on a missions trip. You've been a full-time Christian for a week. Mm. You paid money, time, effort. Uh, and so you're going w- with, with, unity um, and with expectation. Yeah. So you're going to see, and, and you're obeying. Yeah. So you're going to see the faithfulness of God. So, so for me, it's to, like, it's really, I know I, I don't want to sound too simple, but it's normal to expect God to do what he said when you do what he said.
0: You know, when I, um, (laughs) after I was healed and uh, the individual uh, who prayed for me, led me to the Lord, spiritual dad. And um, after I was healed, he would invite me to sit with many people that God was bringing to him. And I kept seeing people healed one after the other. So my entire life, Paradigm said, if you pray in the name of Jesus, healing is coming. We're very blessed to have had these examples in our life, but I, w- I want you to help the people who are listening w- with a problem. The church in America, yeah. by and large, is not experiencing nor seeking the supernatural. And Many Christians, I'm sure you're the same thing. I sometimes ask them, I say, have you ever seen somebody healed? And they say, no, Mm -hmm. but they've been going to church for years. Yeah. What does somebody like that? Because now they have a testimony of the opposite. They're, they're, they're used to people keeping COVID. They're, they're used to people dying. They're used to people not succeeding. How can they shift this? so that their expectation becomes biblical?
1: So that, that's, a, that's a really profound question because it's, so, it's such a deep and wide and long question. But, but to keep it simple, it, it has to, many, many times our life boils down to forgiving people who've wronged us and repenting of we, what we've done that's wrong, confessing and, and then changing how we think right? Confession is not repentance. So I, the first thing you got to do probably is forgive leaders who weren't Christ-like who failed you, but they were trying to do the best they can with what they know Mm. and try to even maybe move through their own disappointments. Right? So you have that. Then you have to commit yourself to seeking the Lord, to renewing your mind, to making Jesus and the scriptures, the standard, right? Mm. And then from there, my advice to people is don't pursue the supernatural. Don't pursue spiritual gifts, pursue love and spiritual gifts will pursue you. Mm. In other words, when I care about the person that I'm standing in front of, then I want to see them healed. I want, I expect God to move because God loves them. He cares about them. So instead of seeking spiritual, uh, gifts instead of I'm pursuing love. And what I found is that those gifts pursue me. Yeah. It's, it's a similar principle where I'm not pursuing blessing in my life. I'm pursuing faithfulness so that blessing can come upon me. So I'm not preoccupied by blessing, but I'm preoccupied by, I want to be faithful to the Lord. I want to obey God. I want to honor God. And I expect God to honor his word, Mm -hmm. but I'm not trying to seek things Mm -hmm. or or blessings Mm -hmm. in that manner.
0: Mm -hmm. Mark 16 never tells the Christian to seek signs and wonders. No. Mark 16 says signs and wonders will follow Follow. those who believe. Yeah. So I I really believe that if you seek the healer, Jesus, then the healing Is going to flow. Yes. If you seek the righteous one, you'll understand righteousness. I mean, we could do that all day, but people have it flipped. They're seeking the hand of God instead of the heart of God. And they're coming up empty.
1: Let me, let me share one thing. I I wasn't going to share this, but I'll be short with it. When maybe three months ago, four months ago, I'm driving um, on Route 17, New Jersey. I'm like in your town. I'm like right Mm -hmm. here getting ready to get off. I'm in like uh, East Rutherford. And I'm, I'm worshiping, I'm driving and the Lord says to me, clear as day, the key to everything in life is being my friend. Mm. And I, I think that if we would pursue friendship with the Lord, obedience to the Lord, friendship, intimacy, uh, honesty, transparency before the Lord, um, I, I think that we would experience a lot more naturally mm-hmm. and organically than trying to make something happen. I think that we really mm-hmm. frustrate ourselves that way and and disappoint ourselves trying to make something happen. Yeah. Versus me seeking the kingdom first and then him adding these
0: things to me. It's profound what you're sharing. I'm thinking of Abraham. Yeah. You know, he was called a friend of God, friend of God. And here God said, I'm going to bless all the families of the earth, of the earth through you. And for me, uh, faith is an expression uh, of confidence. Um, It isn't a theological thing. It's, it's an outgrowth of, I see you, Jesus, I encounter you, Jesus. You're worthy of my trust. Yeah. I will, I will take your word over every other word. And that I believe brings us into friendship with God. It brings us into um, that agreement with God.
1: Yeah. Steve Stewart says this, that the faith is confidence in the integrity of God. I'll say that again. Steve Stewart said this to me once that faith is confidence in the integrity of yeah, God. Yeah, And so faith is only a natural response to me hearing from God. So I think that we have to also in pursuing, you know, in believing for the supernatural, I'll say it that way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We have to make sure we're not moving in presumption.
0: Mm.
1: Presumption isn't faith. Presumption is usually rooted in selfish ambition. Faith works through love. Mm. So, so it has to go back down to the motives of our heart. Why is it that we're pursuing the supernatural like why are we pressing in is it just so god can bless our ministry or is it so that we can give an accurate representation of who he is because when he said to abraham i am your exceedingly great reward the reward is not stuff it's not things it's not promotion although it comes with all that there's no doubt about that but those are secondary byproducts of him being our exceedingly great reward so if i'm seeking him The reward is him. (laughs) And and, and the
0: responsibility of that reward is then representing him. The Bible says, if God freely gave us Jesus, how much more freely will he not give us all All things? things? That language is he gave him. He gave Jesus same language as Genesis 15 with, I am your exceedingly great reward. This is, I think should be so encouraging to you who are listening, because this means it doesn't matter how you grew up. It doesn't matter if you were robbed of seeing miracles when you were younger, you can become a friend of God. You can seek the heart of God. Yep. You can get to know God. You can have him. And and I'm going to go a little bit further and encourage, we're going to shift gears here a little bit to uh, Matthew chapter four, because I, I think this is amazing for me. Uh, there are a lot of anointed preachers. There's a lot of anointed teachers and sometimes they're all over the world and we can't be there, but I get to listen to the most anointed teacher. hmm I get to listen to the most skilled teacher, mm-hmm. best preacher, yep, and the most effective healing minister who ever existed, and obviously we know his name Jesus. is Jesus yeah, Christ, yeah, yeah. right? And and look look what it says in in Matthew chapter four, verse twenty three. One of my favorite verses, by the way, it says because it cuts through the religion and complication of stuff. It's just shows us the ministry of Jesus. It says, And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. So for me, though I'm blessed by listening to anointed messages and pastors, I actually get the purest representation of Jesus's ministry through the pages of the Bible. And his ministry is proclaiming, preaching. He's announcing, teaching, he's instructing and healing. He's demonstrating. And so when I look at this, I'm like, Lord, I've got access yeah. <laughs> with the power of the Holy Spirit. Yep. Yep to the highest, deepest level of the greatest testimonies through the Bible. So I'd like you to, I I know, you know that already. So I'm kind of setting you up to help us to connect to that because there's a ton of people who are desiring healing and they don't want the word. They, they, they want the healing. They don't want the process of encountering. And, and I know, you know, we've got to become disc, most of earthly ministry that, that, is even popular is not a full representation of Jesus's ministry. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, that's a lot. It's like, what do do I say to that? I, I, I say that we need the fear of the Lord and we need to have a real desire for the scripture. Um, I, I show people how I feel about the Spirit by how I handle Scripture and how I treat people. So, so my my love for God is seen in how I treat people and also how I handle His Word. He said, "If you love me, you obey my Word." So that's really critical. Um, I want to just sense, say something because you you mentioned something. You you, you said this word access. And it kind of triggered me in Ephesians three, it says this in, in whom, speaking of Christ, we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. So the faith that I receive is a gift. God puts his grace toward me so that I could put my faith in him. Mm. So even my faith is only a response to his faithfulness. So it doesn't, I can't produce it. If I could produce it, I'd sell it. <laughs> you know, I'm joking, but I'm, uh, but it's kind of serious. So, so now in him, we we have access we're in and we have confidence and boldness. So, so it's like a child boldly just walks right in mm. like my son he's four. he walks in he doesn't care what I'm doing he care less what I'm doing because he believes that what he's doing is just what he wants this is the most important thing ever and so he just walks in and what that means in in the most simple form is that we don't allow anything to keep us from him we just boldly come in mm. boldly approach the throne of grace mm. because his blood has made a way so I'm in because of him. And, and, and I have that boldness to come and I have access. So it's like, kind of like, I've got a VIP pass to come backstage Mm. and I have a real pass and it's hanging around my neck and I can walk in there. Like I belong there because my father made a way and he's bringing me in. And that, that is supposed to give me confidence, not in myself, but in him to represent him well, Mm. Right. So, so these three things are important because boldness to come access to get in and confidence to represent him well, when I'm out in the world and, and that's, that's really critical. And I've, I've found that um, to keep it really simple, um, our intimacy with him is the thing that gives us confidence in him. So, So my intimacy with him Is the thing that gives me confidence in him Mm. and for him to represent him well. So whether you're talking about healing, whether you're talking about boldly declaring the truth, whether you're talking about having courage to take a moral stand and say, no, that's evil, that's wrong, Mm. I'm not going to participate with that. Um, and you're not going to make me feel guilty either. Hmm. <laughs> you know, hmm. you're not going to manipulate me with guilt and shame because if I don't even feel guilty about the bad things I've done because I've been forgiven, mm-hmm. you're definitely not going to make me <laughs> feel guilty about yeah. how you feel that I feel or you want me to feel guilty. Yeah. So,
0: so if, Let, let's do this. This, this is good. We've covered a lot of ground. Um, but I think this last point that you're, that you're speaking about is that intimacy is the seat for the love and the faith that flows to experience Jesus as He is, which is going to result in seeking Him, which is going to result in healing. Can you can you pray for everyone listening right now? Um, as as God leads, just go ahead and pray. But definitely, I feel you tapped something when you said the intimacy. Yeah. That that people will experience Jesus as He really is. Sure. So Father, we just
1: release your kingdom now in Jesus' name, God. And we speak healing over your people. And we declare it, Father, that by the stripes of Jesus Christ, they are healed. So you have stripes that paid for their healing. And so we call that forth into manifestation in Jesus' name. We release healing in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Hallelujah. I pray you've been blessed today. I pray you've been challenged. Again, my name is Steve Hannett, host of the Be Healed podcast. And I want to offer a free gift to you that will help you understand your identity in Christ. Just text the word healing to 94000. And it'll walk you through a process and you'll have a free PDF that will help you understand your identity in Jesus. Make sure you check out our website at everyhousenow.org. And if you haven't seen it already, make sure you check out our TV program on Destiny Image TV and on Sid Roth's network ISN called The Miraculous Life. Guys, it's filled with many testimonies and teachings about healing. It's going to help build you and help give you that expectation that we spoke about today. May God bless you. We love you. Pastor Adam, thank you so much for being on the show today. May God bless you. And listen, tell somebody about this podcast. It's going to bless them and you'll be doing a good thing. We love you. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Behold podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett. And you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone. And you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, He calls us to live in His grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of His grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and i look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you.
1: Be Healed is a production of Every House a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.